He thinks I do nothing all day long while he works. They make so much money, I bet they have it so easy. She didn't invite me on purpose. I know it. I wonder if he works late because he doesn't want to be with us. She thinks I'm a bad mom for sure. Assumptions. Do any of these sound familiar? We make them every single day, and often we use them as protection mechanisms for ourselves. But are they actually really helping us? Have you ever had someone assume something about you that wasn't true? Now, I know, maybe you have resting bee face, but you're actually a really nice person, and it gets pretty annoying that people think you're not just because of the bee face. Have you ever noticed that assumptions most often stem from negative thoughts? Today, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about assumptions and if they are our ally or our enemy and how we can work to reshape them to benefit us better. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. So right now, you may be thinking, assumptions really aren't that big a deal. I make tons of them every day. They don't affect my mood. They don't affect my relationships. It's just not a big deal. But I'm actually going to tell you that your assumptions quite often turn into beliefs and then turn into our belief system. So they do affect you. You're just not realizing they are. The actual definition of an assumption is a thing or an idea that is accepted as true or certain to happen without proof. It is literally an idea or thought that is formed without evidence. And I would dare to say that most of the assumptions we make are actually more on the critical side than the positive side. And it just doesn't have to be that way, even though it tends to be right now. A lot of the assumptions we make are actually display our own inner feelings about ourselves and others. So it's kind of good to be aware of the assumptions that you are making. And quite often, we let these assumptions control our reactions, behaviors, which in turn, eventually those assumptions do form beliefs about other people, situations, and even about ourselves with no backing. So let's talk real fast about health and fitness assumptions, things that you might be thinking and not realize that you're thinking or have heard said. I want you to really think about if you have any. I'm going to give you some examples of some I have heard before that are just assumptions because they have no proof or no backing. I am beyond help. I'm way too big to lose weight. I'm way too big to get in shape. Everyone at the gym is going to be staring at me. Trainers only want to help a certain kind of person. She is so fit, she must not eat anything. She is pretty overweight. She must eat a lot of food. All of these things have no backing, and I have seen the opposite in every single one of them. So there's no reason to assume these, yet I see them often as assumptions for many people. So I want you to think about what fitness and health assumptions are you making right now that are holding you back. There are two kinds of assumptions we make. One of them is what we think about other people and situations, and the other one is what we think people are assuming about us. So let's kind of break those two down first. The first one is what we assume about other people and situations. 
Sometimes this is done just by visual cues or a situation where we are seeing a portion of a picture and then we internalize it thinking we can see the big picture even though we're looking at a tiny part of it and then make it into an assumption that that's what's happening. This is often when we say, oh, she is this, so she must be that. Or we group people as they are this, so they are definitely that. Those are just assumptions. We are only seeing a small piece of a big picture. Let me give you an example of an interaction with a neighbor. Now, my neighbors all know me really well. Our neighborhood is super friendly. Our kids all run the streets together. And there's always, you know, an adult or two outside watching all the chaos. I often work during the middle of the day and I get busy with my work and I have work projects and I'm trying to answer clients and I'm trying to record podcasts and videos and still be a good mother and a wife. And sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'll walk outside to take a little bit of a break. A neighbor may start up a conversation with me, and if they didn't know me, luckily my neighbors know me really well, but if they didn't know me, they may think, oh, she's just disinterested and she doesn't care about me because I might seem a little bit distracted. The truth is, I have ADD. I have a hard time focusing in the first place, let alone when I'm actually under stress or I feel overwhelmed with a work project, or maybe I had a hard interaction with a family member, and I'm actually very interested in that person, and I might love that person very much, but if you catch me right after one of those interactions, I might seem distracted because of my ADD, and that neighbor could think, oh my gosh, she doesn't care. It's actually completely incorrect. It's an incorrect assumption. And a more positive assumption would be she must have a lot on her plate, so she's a little distracted. Not she doesn't like me or she doesn't care, so she doesn't want to talk to me. Do you see how those two assumptions, one is positive and gives the benefit of the doubt and one is very negative on you and it makes you feel less when really it had nothing to do with the neighbor. It had everything to do with I have ADD and when I get overwhelmed, it's hard for me to focus. And if I come straight out of a project, it's even harder for me to focus. This also happens a lot with our spouses. I'm pretty sure that mm, 80% of the fights I have had with Paul are over assumptions. We seem to get mad. It escalates. That assumption in my mind grows. Did you notice I said my mind? I think I'm the one doing mostly assuming. <laughs> that assumption grows. And then all of a sudden we're down an intense rabbit hole. And that assumption turns into like a roaring flame of you definitely did this. It happened. It's true. And really it's just there was no backing to that thought process of why that person did that. And we turn it into a fight. This is also, assumptions are also linked closely, honestly, with anxiety. So I have mentioned also, you guys are getting all, all the fun pieces of me. I have ADD and I also have a little bit of anxiety. So with anxiety, a thought is planted in your mind and the way that it's been described to me, it's like a seed. And you can either water the seed, you know, and let it grow or you can realize this is not a true seed. I don't need to water it. An assumption is the same way. We can water our assumptions and let them grow and grow and turn into a forest. And then we're passing out seeds to all of our friends and our spouses and our partners and all these people when really the assumption isn't even correct and we didn't need to water it in the first place. So when you're dealing with friends or a partner or spouse or whatever it is, I would suggest you be aware of your assumptions and make sure you're not watering an assumption that has no evidence or no backing. The second type of assumption that I often see, and I think in general everyone can say that they see or have experienced, is an assumption of how we assume people are viewing us. Honestly, quite often, the things that we assume people think about us are 
brought out by our most insecure issues or habits or feelings. And they cause us to assume that people are thinking those things about us when they actually may not be. So let's step back to the gym comment about everyone in the gym will be staring at me. A lot of times people may feel insecure. It's their first time at a gym, their first time in a fitness class. They're worried people will stare at them. I was a fitness instructor for um, 12 years. I only stopped teaching a year ago. And I would teach classes with, you know, 30 to 50 people in them. And people would get so nervous about people watching them. And I would stand on stage and say, no one's watching you because honestly, everyone is too busy watching themselves. I could have probably like flashed or mooned the audience and no one would notice because everyone was too busy looking at themselves because everybody is worried that everybody is staring at them. And really, everyone is just paying attention to themselves. And it's really hard to see that in the moment when you're stepping in that gym and you think people are staring, but I'm going to guarantee they're not. People are all honestly watching their form, feeling stressed people are looking at them, making sure that they're doing things correctly, and they're not looking at you. And I know that because every week, a couple times a week, people filed into my class and I would talk to someone, you know, before the class started who was new and they'd say, I'm worried someone's, you know, people are going to notice I'm not doing things right. And I'm like, I promise no one will notice. You literally could be doing jumping jacks in the back of the room and nobody would even notice because everyone concentrates on themselves. So a lot of times if you go to a party or if you go to a gym or if you go somewhere new, Don't think people are staring at you. They're not. Because at the end of the day, most people are honestly more self-involved and everyone has self-insecurities and they're probably thinking about themselves. Something else I've also seen with the way that people think people are viewing them is I have watched family and friends. I've watched a family member pull back because she has a more difficult child with some some needs and she assumes that people don't want to be around her because of this. When it's couldn't literally be farther from the truth. Nobody thinks twice about it. Everyone loves having them around. It's no big deal. But yet she is always self-conscious of the situation and thinking, oh, they must not be around her. They must not be around her. That it becomes true to her when nobody in the room is even thinking that by a quarter of a percent. No one thinks that at all. I've seen this done with family and friends over money, over weight, over a few different categories. And let me be very clear. This is a true assumption. If someone has said something to you and then they're in the room with you, that is a very different situation. But I am talking about a true assumption where no one has directly said something to you and you are assuming that they are thinking it about you. I just want to be clear that there is a difference between someone saying something directly and then an assumption. I am referring to assumptions and how we let them eat us up when there's no evidence behind it. But honestly, no matter what the reason, if you are thinking something about someone else, assuming something about someone else or a situation or assuming that they are thinking something about you, often they are just an effect of our experience and our belief window. So I'm going to kind of explain a belief window real fast because as I've said, assumptions often turn into beliefs. Everybody has a belief window. It's basically how we view the world around us through perception and assumption. And this is what I really want to focus on because this is what we can really change. I know assumptions are hard and we're going to talk about that, but we want to be aware of our belief window, literally a window pane that you are looking through. 
A lot of times these windows that I'm talking about are modeled to us as children and they stay with us as adults. Assumptions honestly are actually a learned behavior and often they are taught to us by our cultures and our families and you know really just basically to us as kids. So maybe we tend to take on our parents' assumptions and that is affecting us now. Maybe our parents thought people do or don't deserve certain things like a good life or money or love or, you know, success. Or maybe we grew up in a family where assumptions told us we can't or can do certain things. That's not in my cards to be fit. You know, the whole family's overweight. I don't have money to eat healthy. Some of those type things. Rich people are mean. Poor people aren't hard workers. Even if you grew up in a family that was a little bit poor and there wasn't always big meals on, you know, the dinner table, you might have, you know, an assumption that there's never going to be enough food when actually all of those assumptions are just assumptions. There may not be backing for any of them. They just become, you know, an assumption that then becomes a belief and then we are using it in our belief window of how we view things because every belief starts as an assumption. So once we are aware that our assumptions actually are what form our beliefs and we realize our beliefs dictate this window in which we view the world, we can actually look for patterns. And patterns really can change. So I want you to think right now, do you assume the best or the worst about people? Is the window you are looking through positive or does it have a negative tint? Do your windows open so that you can actually hear other people? Or are they locked tight, airproof? You can't hear a thing out there. You think there's mimes outside your window. Does your window show empathy and understanding or is it judgmental? I know sometimes it's hard to really open up our hearts and think about, you know, am I negative? Am I positive? Am I judgmental? But I think that self-reflection, honestly, is the best thing we can do. And I've learned a lot of that through fitness and health because I am always self-reflecting on my habits. And this is a really good way of realizing that the way that we believe and the way that we look through this window is affecting not only our health and fitness, but our relationships and our financial situation and our family and everything. So I'm going to give you three tips to be aware of so hopefully you can start reshaping some of those assumptions because if we can reshape the assumptions, then we'll be able to reshape our beliefs slightly and then we'll be able to change our belief window and have it be something that we are more aware of and in control of than just what we kind of fell into and then realized, ooh, I don't like the way I'm viewing things or I don't like what I think about other people or what I assume other people think about me. So first things first for tip number one, you need to learn to recognize you are even making these assumptions. Spend an entire week watching and paying attention to what and when you are assuming things. I want you to even write them down. I want you at the end of the week to look and say, I am noticing a pattern or you're noticing, you know, anything where you're seeing a common trend that you are assuming about other people or about yourself. Now, once you write all these things down, if you notice any patterns, I want you to think, are these assumptions about me, the world, my family helping me or are they hurting me? Literally do it. I swear it might open your eyes about how you are seeing things. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to ask really good questions of your assumptions. 
Oftentimes, while we're looking through our belief window that I talked about, how we see things, we forget that there are different windows and that we only have one point of view. Imagine a car crash. Many people are looking out the window at the same crash, but depending on where they are on the road or on another road, they may see the car crash totally different. Someone who's right next to it may see something different than who was turning, than who was behind them. This is why it is so important to listen to other people because we have different points of reference. We have different windows we are looking out of. And if you cannot see other people's, it is hard for people to connect with you. And the other problem with this is assumption actually is a huge damage of our capacity to relate to other people. Often, if you are too busy assuming that you know what others think or feel, then you stop listening, you stop communicating, and you leave the other person feeling trapped and misunderstood because you're not hearing them. Any relationship, whether it's in your family or with work or whatever, this can really hinder it and actually cause low self-esteem and depression because we feel unheard or someone who is close to us feels very unheard. So this is the reason I want you to ask very good questions about your assumptions and not assume that your viewpoint is 100% right and automatically discount other viewpoints. This is exactly why in car crashes, they have multiple witnesses who saw different things. So keep an open mind and ask really good questions. Here are some questions that you might actually be able to think about when you are thinking about your assumptions. What facts do I have to prove this thought is true? What facts do I have to prove this thought isn't true? Is it really my own opinion or did someone else teach me this and I never questioned it? That's referring to what we might have learned as children and we just assume it's true when actually it may be just an assumption that we learned from our parents or a family member or anything else, you know, a friend. What would life be like if the opposite of this assumption was true? Sometimes you might see someone, for example, maybe a neighbor, a new neighbor, and she is very different than you. Either she could be, you know, really quiet and you're really loud, or maybe you're really quiet and she's really loud. And you may assume, oh, we'll never click. But what if the opposite of that is true? What if opposites attract and she would actually be your best friend, but you've already assumed something about that new neighbor and you've closed that door before the opportunity ever arose to find out if you would click. You closed it before there was any proof. So think about what if the opposite of this assumption was true? What if this assumption didn't exist at all in my life? Who would I be then? How many times do we assume things and we let it affect our personalities, our self-confidence, our self-esteem, self-worth, our relationship with other people, everything, because we are assuming something about others or that they are thinking something about us? What if that assumption didn't exist? Would we, you know, be more willing to walk into the gym and not think about what others think? Would we be more willing to talk to someone you know, who we normally wouldn't talk to or be more friendly or open, you know, there's a lot of things that I think if we didn't assume things or close ourselves off due to assumptions, things would be different. So when you make an assumption, I want you to think, if this wasn't here, how would I act right now? If this assumption wasn't in my mind, what would I do right now? How would I act? 
I think those are really good questions to think about. And there's something that I'm going to focus on this week when I make assumption. I'm going to go through those questions myself and see if those assumptions are affecting my responses and my behaviors. And honestly, the last thing you can do is you can decide that most people have positive intentions. There's so much going on in the world right now. It's not even funny. And it's crazy. It is crazy. And the best thing that I can do is assume that, honestly, majority of people have positive intentions. A really great example of this that I was told a few years ago, and it's kind of always stuck with me, is that when you are driving, the best thing you can do is assume that everybody is in a life or death situation. I never get upset when I'm driving anymore because when someone cuts me off, I think, oh, he must have a family member at the hospital. That's why he's driving like a maniac. And instantly, no stress, no hate, no meanness, no nothing because I'm giving that person the best of intentions that maybe they have something crazy going on that they have to hurry to. Now, I can't guarantee that people think that about me (laughs) and my driving, but at least I can think that about other people. And honestly, I think in general, if we can assume when we have an odd interaction with someone or we think something negative, if we can flip it and assume maybe they just have a lot on their plate. Maybe, you know, she just got some bad news. Maybe she feels overwhelmed. Oftentimes when we think people are actually really confident, they're actually really insecure. And if we could just kind of give people the best of intentions that they're not meaning to do things, I think we'll be happier because we aren't thinking those negative thoughts and those assumptions. So in general, I think if we can give people the positive intentions and think that they are meaning to do well, even if it might look a different way, it's going to be better for us. There are people who think they are always out to get me. Someone's always trying to swindle me. Someone's always have an interior motive. And I found that those people are really cynical and actually aren't super happy instead of someone who looks at things in a more positive light. At the end of the day, I want you to realize that a synonym for assumption is guess. Yes, a guess. Not even an educated guess. It's just a guess. I don't want my thoughts and feelings and relationships to be based on a guess. And so I hope you don't either when we look at it that way that it doesn't really make sense. So I want you to take note of your assumptions this week about yourself and the assumptions you're making about other people and your situation. And, you know, ask yourself, are these assumptions hurting me? You know, are they making me critical or judgmental or negative or closed off to other people? Or are they helping me? Are they helping me have empathy, have understanding, love to help build relationship or, you know, show support? And just be aware of those. Are your assumptions your allies or your enemies? And then really think about which do I want them to be and how can I get them there? I hope this podcast was helpful this week. It was a little bit of a different topic, but I just feel like it was an important one. So if you enjoyed it and learned from it, I'd love for you to share it. Go ahead and hit the share button and share it in your stories and tag me. I love to see that. I also love to see if you do any reviews. I love to read those reviews before I get started. They just put me in a good mood. And that's really it for this week. I love you guys. You're doing awesome. And I'll be back next week.